Hi, welcome to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast, and that would make me Gary Wilkerson. I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. We are going to be talking about a very important subject. You know, if you've been listening to our podcast before, it's one that's been on my heart. I've uh, spoken with this many times, uh, and I know you won't get tired of hearing this because uh, the motivation behind this can change the very fabric of your life, your ministry, your family, uh, and and it is dealing with health, but it's going to deal with it in a way that I think is going to encourage you and help bring change and uh, because I think in this area, uh, the the motive is 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 there for us. We want to to be healthier, uh, but sometimes the power behind it. So we have uh, in, in our studio with us today a good friend of mine, uh, David Bush. David, welcome. Thanks, Gary. Uh, it's great to be here. with Thank you. you. Glad to have you. You drove down from uh, from uh, Des Moines, Iowa, to be here with us today, and uh, really thrilled to have you with us. Uh, you just recently wrote uh, the Body Gospel, and before that, it was Fit for the King. Is yeah. that right? Those are your two books. Yeah. So um, in your book, um, you have um, – I, w- I wanted to take a couple more more ch- uh, daily devotionals okay. because I think that would really be important. Um, tw- uh, 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 transformation is not a solo project. Yes. So this is this is done in team. It's done in community. I mean, we're kind of just talking about that, the Accountability. Having, having a coach, having, having yeah, relationships with other people. We need encouragement. We're not yeah. out there alone. Lone yeah. rangers get picked off. Yeah. You know, uh, a sin in my life that has been deep and pervasive has never gotten dealt with because I just uh, just got alone with God, it oftentimes I had to confess and get that sin out in the open. Yeah. And uh, and something that is rang very true in my life is that when sin is exposed, it loses its power. Yeah. And when we can go to somebody else and say, I'm struggling with porn, mm-hmm. I need help. There's something that happens with that public declaration to somebody you trust that takes that, that weight of shame and this is just me and me gutting it out and trying to overcome something I feel powerless to do. There's power in that because the shame and, and the secrecy has been taken away. For somebody to go to somebody else and say, you know what, um, I'm struggling with food. In fact, I may be addicted to it. And uh, this is my way of dealing with problems, and I need to find a better way to deal with stress or a better way to just have fun. It always includes food. Will you help me and walk me through that and hold me accountable to some process that, that will move me toward Christ-likeness in this area of my life and free me up from this bondage? That's probably going to be necessary, not just you trying to gut it out and, and get on the bike trail uh, to do yeah. it yourself. Yeah. Wow, that's good. It's not don't, So don't try to do this alone. And then the last one, day 30, uh, that's how you, you conclude the 30-day devotion here. Uh, personal and corporate revival demands a body that can engage in the spiritual discipline. I love that. That's, that's so powerful because we're, we're so hungry for revival. And, uh, yeah, our, uh, uh, revival is God-initiated, but by golly, he uses people. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a mystery. He initiates it, but he uses people who to engage in that. Yeah. Are we in a posture in our present physiological state to pray enough, to hear enough, to respond enough to persecution, hold up under persecution, mm. to be ready for revival? Are we? Is there a physiological component to that? And I say, yes, there is. Mm-hmm. And that a church ready for revival and transformation, ready to hear from God and engage in that God-initiated work is a church that physiologically is ready to do so because there will be a physiological component to that. That's right. It won't just happen in our prayer closets. There will be an engagement factor and a resilience factor and even an a, 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 um, a enduring persecution, perhaps, factor that, frankly, we're not ready for. We want revival to come. Uh, we're praying for it, uh, but we need to maybe prepare our bodies for revival. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what God's waiting for. Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. That's so good. And it's sad that you've had to come, you mentioned that kind of, you had to come through the back door and try to find these various ways of getting this communicated message out rather than being invited to thousands of churches. You know, your mailbox should be filled with invitations because your message is so important. When you were a worship, you were a singer, songwriter, worship leader, mm-hmm. I've heard you say you had lots of, I mean, you were here in Colorado Springs, you were in Denver, you were... You got, yeah, I was got, able to, find, you know, people hear my music on the radio. They liked it. They knew some people would show up, and, and I'd, I'd regularly get invitations across the country to do stuff. But you're finding this more difficult to get the— I mean, Well, getting, let's face it. Isn't it funner to go to a concert and maybe be entertained than <laughs> yeah. to have somebody come and press into an issue of your life that yeah. has uh, been resilient to change? Uh, this, this undoubtedly will come as something of a conviction to a lot of people, an area of failure in their life. And again, I wanted people to hear the love and the grace and the compassion, but I also want to say, hey, we can do better. And I'll speak to the pastors now and saying that I understand you've got reservations about somebody coming to your church and speaking about health and wellness. Is he part of a multi-level marketing program? Is he just wanting to use my people and, and, and uh, to mail them information about his products? Uh, where is he coming from? Is he obsessed with stuff? Is he going to lead my people down the primrose path? You know, what, where is he really coming? I understand those are valid things. You're the shepherd and you got to guard the sheep against people who are coming and, and uh, trying to take them astray. Um, but if you don't feel as a pastor that if somebody was to come up to you at the end of the service where you say, if you have a prayer need and you're going to, uh, please come up because we have a pastor and an elder who's going to pray with you, you know, and they were to come up at you and somebody's to say, um, pastor, I think that I'm struggling with my, 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 my health and it isn't just a matter of another prescription and it isn't a matter of doing what the culture does. Um, this is, this is metastasized to my spiritual life and I know I need to get this under control. Can you help me? And if your first response is, you know, gulp, um, I know a Christian personal trainer to send you to, or I've heard that the, the keto diet is really a good one, or why don't you Google uh, howtogethealthynow.com and you don't have anything of your own to share with them, then let's talk. Let, get a theology of the body. Understand how the gospel intersects with that because your congregation needs you. It, it needs to know how this works. Your ministry is suffering because people are not available to love God completely and let him love others through them for his glory and accomplish his purposes in their life. Um, maybe you think you've got financial trouble in your congregation and you're more than happy to bring Dave Ramsey or Crown Ministries or whatever in, then maybe, hey, if there's a little extra jingle in their pocket, they might end up in the offering plate, right? So there's something to gain there too. And people pay hundreds of dollars to get some good counseling in those areas and get that area of their life under control. Well, there's something that's even more out of whack than their finances, and it's having greater impact on their lives than that. And that is their health. It's impacting their finances. It's impacting their relationships. It's impacting their spiritual growth. Exactly. It's across the board. Yeah. And it's it's hurting uh, their ambassadorship. Yeah. And um, let's come and talk. Yeah. I would love to <laughs> anybody listening that uh, you know this is moving your heart that to to get a hold of you and or maybe get a hold of their pastor and invite you to come speak at their church or do a seminar or. 
uh, at least make your book available. Maybe if they have, a lot of churches have book tables and stuff like that. I, I think there's so many practical ways we could get this ball rolling and help start people because it really is um, life and death. You know, I was uh, as you've been talking, I I'm picturing a friend of mine who was one of the, probably one of the best Bible teachers I've ever heard, and uh, we worked in a church together. And his office was down the hall from mine. And I'd walk into his office, and he'd have his concordances and his, and his you know, Spurgeon sermons open up, and his two, three Bible translations, and his computer open with the screens of Hebrew and Greek. And I mean, and just you knew he was going to be bringing a word, but inevitably, I'd also see like you know, a, a big gulp, and a, a you know, Subway sandwich wrapper, and three things of you know, chocolate chip cookies stacked high, and you know, he just his health got worse and worse and worse. Then he ended up with diabetes, and then he ended up with heart uh, heart disease, and he passed away last year, uh, in his late fifties. And uh, you know he had he you know he he, he could have. This is a season you know, to put the pedal to the metal. Yeah. So so yeah. and I don't want to close our time together with, with a negative. So let me just share one one other quick thing. Just this is may seem like it's off base uh, off message, but it's not. A, I was just, I was just reading the scripture last night and I came across this you know the passage where Sam, uh, Samuel is told by God uh, you know quit mourning uh, get up and fill your horn with oil and go to the place I have for you. And what he was mourning about was he had put his hope in Saul. Like, you know, hey, Saul, man, I, you know, that, and now he's starting to say, well, if Saul ended up being a failure. And so I, I put my, uh, you know, I put my energy in a failure and all I've done in the past t- 10 years of his ministry, whatever, is worthless and it's no good. But he, but he tell him to get up, put, you know, oil in your horn, something new's coming and, and anoint David. And, and I saw in that, it was like this, this encouragement from the Lord because there's some things in my life where I, I kind of get stuck in mourning. That relationship didn't work well. That, that health issue is not going great. Am I eating him? And, and so I get stuck in the, 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 the pain and the, the self-hatred of, uh, you know, I'm not doing this. I got the Saul thing in my life that is not going well. And the Holy Spirit says to you, get up. You know, quit mourning over over the past failures. You didn't do it well last year, and your New Year's resolutions didn't work out well. But there's a David coming, and that's that's my encouragement for people: is is don't mourn over the Sauls of our past failures, but but a David's coming, and that's a whole new that's a kingdom in the lineage of Jesus. It's a it's a kingdom. And so your message to us today, I think, really has, uh, you know, I think for for me it's good timing because it reminds me personally for my family, for World Challenge, and for those listening that that there's a you don't have to mourn over the past. We can get up. And no, the great thing about the gospel is that the past doesn't have to be, you know, the prologue. It, 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 a new day has dawned. Uh, his mercies are new every morning. And um, there, there's no reason why past failures have to mean that you will continue to fail. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Well, we'll have your uh, information, your website, uh, how to get your book, and how to contact you uh, if somebody wants some uh, personal coaching, counseling, uh, intervention, help, encouragement. Uh, they can contact you. That'll that'll be uh, in the notes of our of our of our time here together today. But thank you, David, for coming and sharing with us. And um, have a, have a wonderful rest of your time in, co- in Colorado for a couple more days. No, just till no, tomorrow. No, I'll be leaving today. I've got today. some radio stuff okay. in Omaha, all Nebraska right. tomorrow. So. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for taking time with us. I know your schedule's busy and you're all over the country yeah. uh, promoting your new book again, The Body Gospel. Uh, I want to encourage you to pick that up on Amazon. They can get that on Amazon, yeah. right? And your first book, Fit for the Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Fit for the King. Fit for the King. I think. I think the two are pretty good, good tandem. It I would recommend people buy them. Synergistically together. Yeah, yeah, the first one gives you the theology and the information, uh, and then this one gives you the daily input. So I highly recommend you get both together. Thank you, my friend. Good seeing you. you again. Look Great. forward to catching up, catch up with you again in the future. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. 
Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting.